I did research this film, so I have some trivia tidbits. You need to come up with a new scoring system for Nick Cage, um, rather than have, just like ones and tens. How I many have, Ghost Rider abs do you give? This no, no, movie? no. There needs to be a description for like each version of Nick Cage that you get in a movie. I do. Have you not seen my show before? <laughs> Apparently not. I have the Nick Cage rating, and I have the movie rating. Uh, where's the movie and where's the Nick Cage? That's a separate thing. I, I would describe this as low blood sugar Nick Cage. Yes. We're recording, by the way. This is a, this is okay. the, the, the show. Um, welcome you to sh- B-Movie Battle 49, Nick Cage cast 27, Season of the Witch from 2011. Unfortunately, we had to watch this today. I'm Phoenix West. You take the 300 on the right, I'll take the 300 on the left. Dick ticket. Adam Wilcox. <laughs> so you said it was low blood sugar? <laughs> yeah, this is low low blood sugar Nick Cage. That's he doesn't shout term. too much. Yeah, yeah he, he's very no, sedate in this movie. What, what's weird about this is, okay, so this is supposed to be a period film. He's <laughs> the only one that's trying to talk in a period accent. Everybody else just sounds like normal people from today. Except for Nick Cage. Nick Cage is trying to to sound regal, like he's in you know Excalibur, and yes. it just it comes off as goofy to me. <laughs> really goofy. Listen to me, I'm a knight. And yeah, I'm gonna, stop. I, I'm I'm gonna come after like you. A knight. Well, okay, so the, this this movie had a funny thing going on with it. The best actors died in order in sequence. <laughs> Yeah, it's essentially uh, all the good oh, actors oh, escape oh. the movie early because they die. La, 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 la. Sorry, Nick Cage dies. So what are you talking about? He dies last. Exactly. So, I see my friend. Exactly. Then the church after you. Christopher oh. Lee dies first. Then the, the the Russian guy who's in a bunch of movies uh. dies. Then uh, Stephen Graham dies. <laughs> and then Ron Perl or the priest dies. Ron Perlman dies, and then Nick Cage dies. I want to know what Ridley Scott thinks of this movie. I wish Ridley Scott would have directed it because, you know, I love it. I hate God. Here's Nick Cage who only kills for God. Only kill for God. Dominic Senya, the guy that directed Gone in 60 Seconds. Well, here's the thing this movie is only partially directed by Dominic Senya. The rest of the movie is directed by our favorite dirty ass sex pervert, Brett Ratner. Yay, Brett Ratner. Brett Ratner directed about probably 40% of this movie. Anytime you see action happening on screen, there's your Brett Ratner. Yeah. And it looks... Oh, you mean this? (laughs) Yeah, there you go. (laughs) It wasn't Braveheart. You you mean this action? (laughs) That's what he looks like when he throws his dick on you, too. That's what you see. (laughs) Come on, bro. Look at me. I'm the rat. Look at me. I'm the rat. Wait, wait. Why, why, why are you squirming? Hold still. Uh, I'm doing you Rehearsal. a favor. Rehearsals for faggots. <laughs> That's a direct quote from Brett Ratner. <laughs> the man behind X-Men 3, The Last Stand, does oh, better God. than I am, my friend. You, the guy behind those Rush Hour movies, I can't think of anything else he's done. Hercules with The Rock. Oh, God. Oh, What's God, day? The rat and his career is over because he he got busted for being a sex pervert. 
So he's pretty much he's he's with Singer and Kevin Spacey and and uh, another guy who incidentally taught, I think his name was Tall Womack. He wrote oh who was he? He's, he wrote The Gambler and wow. another movie that we we talked about him the other uh, a movie that he did that everybody likes. Oh. What was it that he yeah. wrote? Let's see. Um, I don't know. But James Tobin. Uh, yeah, sorry. Movies from 2011. This is in that really terrible Nick Cage era. I could show you the DVDs behind me and the Blu-rays, but you won't see them because it's so back there. But it's like Trespass with Joel Schumacher. Um, what else we got? Stolen. Frozen Ground, which I like. Rage. Uh, that's a bad one. And then Outcast with well, Hayden. No, um, what about this, uh, it's this movie plus Hayden Christensen, which is he's my least favorite actor, so he brings this movie down. So Outcast is uh, not worse. How about Pay the Ghost? Pay the Ghost. You is- know what this movie is, guys. This movie is the Magnificent Seven, only not magnificent at all. Or seven. Uh, <laughs> there's no seven. They got to take a witch to it's to the- some people to do a thing. It's the Maudlin Five. Only the witch isn't a witch. And everybody fucking dies! The end. Well, she doesn't. She lives. No. Well, Claire Foy lives. I will bring her. She lives to make more bad movies. That will blow your mind here, Dick. Uh Uh-oh, what happened? On the the Blu-ray, alternate ending. (gasps) Bitch dies. Really? Um, The alternate ending is this. You can watch on YouTube whenever you want. It's 10 minutes. Basically, it's it's minus the Brett Ratner. So it's the same exact ending. Everything happens in the exact same thing. Exact same order. Only she never turns into a weird uh, Steppenwolf creature from, you know, the, the Batman. Or, or, uh, she turns into a gargoyle That demon. was some wonder, wonderful early 2000 CG there. Oof. 2011, Adam. It is so late 2000. It, it, it looks like it's 2000. 2001 CG in 2011. Yes. It's really bad. Much it, like Justice this, League, uh, Steppenwolf was. Yeah, I saw that face and I was like, "Oh, we're doing in this 2017." Now? Okay. Yeah, but in the in the original ending and the alternate ending, I should say, which basically means original ending. They just won't call it that. It's before Brett Radner stepped into to amp <clears> CG. <throat> it's she never changes into him. It's just her the whole time, okay. and then. He, he uh, expels the demon the exact same way. She dies. He doesn't. She doesn't do the thing with Ron Perlman. Where the only cool thing I liked in the movie was she does that like fire coffin thing. Too bad that was already done. The Beastmaster only it looked way yeah. cooler in that movie. But that was the only thing I liked in the movie. That's it. But she doesn't do that. She, Ron Perlman just falls over dead from those knives in the back. And then uh, Nick Cage. Is sitting there holding her, and then the priest or the the new knight guy is reading off the stuff, and then she falls over and is like ah, and falls over dead, and that's it. That's the only difference. She dies. That's it. No ending. No ending. Where she's like, I will tell his story. And then... Does Nick Cage die though? Yeah, he dies. Okay, but it doesn't have her bullshit. I will tell your story. Yada, yada, yada. Will you tell my story, please? I like that Ron Perlman was in it. Um, that, that oh, saved he's, he's so weak in this, though. So he's weak, bro. Didn't give him weak anything sauce. to do, ah. but it was yeah. just nice that he was there. It's, it's almost like 
Ron Perlman was was holding my hand through this whole movie, <sighs> saying it's going to be okay. We're going to get through this. No, nope. it's just a couple more hours longer. I, I felt like, like Alien, that. Just like Alien Resurrection. Speaking of a Ridley Scott type, <laughs> uh, of, type of movie, uh, um, yeah, there, this this fucking movie. I mean, let's begin at the beginning. Obviously, Bayman. <laughs> hey, Bayman. Nick Cage plays Bayman. Bayman, and there's no Ron Perlman on the front here. If you know, <clears throat> it's just him and no, the story. Because Ron Perlman said, "You better not put me on that fucking cover." But he's the only person on the back. Well, there you go. So, you notice that Nick Cage on the front of that cover, he's he's trying to do his best uh, Aragorn impression that he can possibly fucking pull off without actually getting sued by Tolkien. Yeah, but he He, he looks like like the guy. He look at him. He looks like the guy from from fucking Nickelback. Yeah, Nicholas Cage, Cage does not know who Aragorn is. Let's be honest. Come on, he's never read <laughs> no, a he book. Doesn't. No, but the person who was selling the movie thought, Let, let's make a Lord of the Rings spinoff with Nick Cage. It'll be I wonderful. Read, It'll make millions. At, Dick, you were saying you never read a book. At, he's one of those guys that see, he wants to be more deep than he is. Yes. He reads a lot. He just, he just yeah. So does it? So do chimps, but they don't yeah. understand it. I'm not saying. I, oh, I'm not saying he got, he gets it or anything. He reads a lot and he he puts more meaning. The reason he sent right. out this movie, you saw an IMDb trivia. He wanted to pay homage to the Roger Corman yeah. movies. Yes, that's yes. it. Only reason he signed on. So he's like, yeah. "Fuck it, let's go to Bulgaria for your tax write-off. Whatever, we'll yeah, go there. Yeah. We'll do your. Fucking I gotta escape my tax write-off too, man." Oh, I owe $25 million in taxes. I got I to do a job. I just found out what taxes are. Let's go write them off. Yeah. <laughs> he goes to Bulgaria and does I, I bought a bunch of dinosaur eggs. Can I write them off? Yeah. That's the, uh, I got to pay off one of my castles. Yeah. Oh, shit. I just bought a castle. Goddamn. Oh, man. Well, like, picture Tim Burton. <laughs> that, that kind of mind where you're like, yes, he's a genius. Yes, he's dumb as fuck. And you kind of got to combine those two things to go, they're unpredictable. They will do anything. So he signed on to this movie for no fucking reason other than money, it seems like. He wanted to write uh, the movie, but I think very oh, good. I think we just solved the oh, Nick yeah, Cage he's, paradox. He's phoning it the fuck in, too, man. Like, I, I felt genuinely bad for everybody involved in this movie because it's like they were trying, first of all, the script's terrible. Uh, well, everybody that was in it around Nick Cage seemed to be trying. Uh, he, even Claire Foy, I'll give you no, that. Claire okay. Foy's the best part she, of the movie. She she's the actually part. really good in it. She she's is. fun. And she's here's playing Nick it Cage off. She's dialing it the fuck in, and he's front and center in every fucking scene. And I'm like, wow. Well, he's the I, serious, like, oh, we gotta solve this problem. I'm the, I'm the knight. I'm gonna well, solve this problem, Jack. Adam. Can you set up Nick Cage's character in the beginning as the why he's here? He's Bam a crusader. Uh, him and him and Ron Perlman are crusaders. They've been in many, many battles, killing thousands of thousands of thousands of people in the name of God. All right. Crusade. Yay, crusades. Okay. Yay. And then one particular battle, the final battle, the final battle that they get to, uh, he stabs a woman. All right, and little uh, girl realize that they're they're stabbing uh, kids, as kid, women and children. Yeah. After he stabs one, he's like, oh, "I was supposed to kill women and children." And the guy that's telling him who who to kill, it's like, uh, "Yeah, be more It's Elvis. like, well, 
you'll kill whoever we tell you to kill because I'm in charge of this outfit. He's like, I kill in the name of God. Yeah, I don't just kill women and children. And I don't do so Ron that. Perlman, Ron Perlman and Nicolas Cage defect. They leave. They go back home. They realize that home has been uh, captured by a plague, like completely consumed by a, a plague, plague that's, uh, uh, you know, impossible to cure, no way to treat it. They run into Christopher Lee, who's literally rotting away in his fucking bed. Um, and he says, uh, they capture him. They bring him to Christopher Lee, and Christopher Lee says, will you serve God one more time? I need you to go take this witch to uh, to a, a, another place oh. where these people are going to do this thing. and Because and, this witch showed up, and I, go ahead, take over. No, I, I'm not taking over. I just want to pause and say the cold open is... A uh, bunch of it's like twelve fifty seven or something like that. So it's like that was a cool eight, part. eighty years before open. whatever yeah. the fuck we're watching now, and it's uh, a bunch of witches being hanged, yeah, for being witches. And you you see that they're they're super religious and the church is in control. And he's like, confess, and that, therefore you'll be saved. And she's like, I confess. I I signed a, a deal with Satan. I confess. And he's like, cool. Hang them. And she's like, no, I thought you were going to save me. And he's like, no, 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 we're just saving your soul. No, not your body. Sorry. Sorry, bro. Your body has confusing. to be destroyed. Yeah. They all hang them. And then uh, the the soldier's like, all right, let's get out of here. And the, the priest at that time is like, we need to, we need to get the bodies out and, and burn them and, you know, that sort of shit. And, and you know, do the rites for everything. They he's wanted like, to read right. something from the yeah. apostles or something out of the Book of Solomon. That's what it was. They wanted to read from the Book of Solomon to finish the ritual. And yes. the dude's like, uh, they're dead. They We hung them and they drowned. As far as I'm concerned, the work here is done. Yeah, and that was the, the Rory McElhaw. That was the guy from uh, Hot Fuzz. Yeah. Who's Yarp. Hot Fuzz? Yarp. Oh, or there's no, that guy. The, the guy from Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones. Yeah, he's the best. He's yeah. one of the best parts of Game of Thrones. He's one of the best parts of Hot Fuzz. Yeah, he's great. He's a great actor. When uh, Simon Pegg's like, yarp. Yarp. Yeah. <laughs> All right, good. Get down to. Yeah. Oh, so, so they, yeah. Nick Cage and Ron Perlman reluctantly. Oh, hold, on, hold, on. hold on. This is when we get. This is my problem with the movie, right here. That's why I want to say this scene so importantly. Okay. The priest goes down. He drags the body out, and he does the thing. Nothing happens. He, uh, the woman goes, ah, and he does the thing, and she goes, she dies. He gets the demon out of her or whatever. The next one goes crazy and leaves. He kills him and leaves. So uh, my problem in the movie is in the cold open, they already acknowledge the fact that witches exist, and therefore all of it's real. And I'm like... So well, there you go. It they're, ruins everything. They're, yeah, watching thank you. That they're they're justified. They're justified in doing what they do. Yeah, it's already fucking over. I already know yeah. it exists. So Nick Cage yeah. is like a fucking idiot. I was just way. thinking that. You know how we're always saying "what if" or "what would you change"? All right, is is if this witch wasn't really a witch and was actually not the bad, awful thing that everybody says that she is. In the end, it's a bad, awful thing. You well, know, technically, like, oh. she's not a witch, though. She's a yeah. demon. So at that point, I stopped that, giving a fuck. I yeah, just completely I, checked out. I'm like, okay, so thing right now. <laughs> so we're so we 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 could have had a nice little character study with Claire Foy and Nicolas Cage phoning it in, and Ron Perlman and the Being guy that plays well. Al Capone from Boardwalk Empire. That guy. Um, 
Stephen Graham. Right. He's in a he's lot. Of, yeah. He's in a lot of stuff. He's, he's a great Tommy, actor. He's, he's Tommy from Snatch. And he's fucking. But it's strange because all of these people that are supposed he's to German. be, in, you know, the thirteen hundreds have like you know New York accents. So I mean, I know they're he's not going British. for realism here, but uh, you know what I love is Stephen Graham is the <laughs> only British actor in this entire movie, and he yeah. sounds like he's from New York. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Don't you think that's bizarre? Well, he, he plays Al Capone in Borwick Empire, and then uh, in uh, Public Enemies, he plays uh, Babyface Nelson. Yeah. No, he plays uh, the other guy. No, Babyface. No, the Babyface. Baby yeah. No, no. Yeah, um, he is um, not machine. Is he Machine Gun Kelly? It's one of those two. Anyway. Yeah. So he. He plays all those American gangsters, so I think he was just in that mode. He does it all the time. Probably fresh off the set of Boardwalk Empire. So, but but anyway, yeah. So everybody else has got regular accents except for Nicolas Cage, who has this hint of trying to sound regal, like I am. Let me nice. say something. I, I, I must find the 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 you know the chalice and then take it to the princess. So when he does it, it just sounds so fucking silly. I mean, he's the only one doing it. Everybody else sounds like they went to Coney Island to buy a hot dog. You know, I mean. If only Nick Cage talked like that though in this movie. But here's the problem. <laughs> is it Nick Cage's fault that nobody else is doing that? Or. Yes. No, it's the director's yes. fault. No, yeah. it's Nick Cage. Because Nick Cage sucks the life out of a room. No. Yeah. It's his power. It's his, it's, his, it's his unnatural power. I I've never been a a Nick Cage defender. I, when he's bullshit, he's bullshit, and I don't deny <laughs> that he's bullshit in this movie. But everyone else is also bullshit. Yeah, because it's a bullshit movie. <laughs> but, it is a bullshit movie. But yeah. that's not his fault. He's, no, he tries for the first line of a se- of a of a paragraph. His first line is very regal, and we got we. I, I'm saving the people from the Lord. Anyway, so let's get down to brass tacks here, and let's get. Oh shit! And he he literally says "oh shit" like three times. They're bullshit. Yeah, he slips in and out of that regal accent, and and it, it it's jarring every time he does it. I'm like, are are we going for the regal? It kind of reminds me of like Carrie Fisher when she did the first Star Wars, and she's like, "You want to let this whole slip through your fingers?" You know, yeah. she's really going for that regal British accent, and then drops it by the last act of the movie. Yeah, uh, but that kind of works in that sense because it's like you realize that she's putting on a face, and then when you get the real fucking Princess Leia, it's just somebody trying to get out of a fucking bad situation. It works for that movie. This, it's all over the fucking place. So I, 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 I can get past the accents, but it's it's the story that fucking falls apart for me completely. Yes. So okay. your setup of the first act. Dick will do the second act. I'll do the last act. Here come, okay, okay. I swear, here's the line. Here's uh, uh, Nicholas Cage's lines. Grandmaster, a thousand lost souls for the fires of hell, a glorious day for the church. Nick Cage, you call this glorious? Murdering women and children? Know your place, Knight. You pledge your life to the cause. For God, not for this. That was the line. <laughs> you're, you're, says. Him, you're, you're Cameron Poe in uh, Common yeah. Air. Yeah. <laughs> not for this. <laughs> I'm, it I'm, almost is that silly, though. Tallahassee-ish. Yeah. <laughs> this uh, movie can't commit to one type. It's the accents are all the fuck all over the place in this. So. But are, are you going to be sad, Adam, to learn that this script took 11 years to get off the ground to be made? <laughs> what? 
<laughs> eleven <laughs> years. I have to do two separate things. There we go. There's eleven. Eleven <laughs> years to bring this piece of shit to the screen. Let me show you how many years it took for them to finish the movie, start to finish, and then reshoots. Okay, there we go. Oh, yeah. there was reshoots for this? Oh, I'm sorry. Last well, one, Brett, Brett Ranner came in and directed 40% so, of the movie. They shot the movie in, like, fucking Bulgaria or some bullshit. And then they, they released, uh, what's it called? Relativity, Relativity Media tried to, to, to sell the movie, and they went, and everyone's like, no, what are you doing? It sucks. <laughs> Get out of here. So they're trying to, trying to sell the fucking movie, and they realized we have to do reshoots. So they brought everyone in way fucking later. That's where you get the battle sequences at the beginning with the green screen. It's oh, bad. God, the battle bad sequences are bit. so oh, awful. The whole, so everything's cranked up really high. There's jerky camera, that fucking Paul Greengrass bullshit that so played awful. itself out in the early the whole 2000s. Ending, They're doing that. The whole ending is CG. It wasn't like that originally. I saw the original ending. It was not like that. They had the re- oh. CG. That's why you get the, the fucking Steppenwolf monster. All that shit. It was just the original girl there. That was it. And it looks way better. I'll be honest. I watched them both. And I'm like, that looks better. But two separate things. So that's why you get the whole fucking new ending. Two years of just bullshit. And then they <laughs> sell it. And then people fucking hated it, obviously. Yeah. Because it can't decide what it wants obviously. to be. It can't decide. Is this if this movie is part of... Uh, Lord of the Rings style adventure because it's all about a journey. Most of the movie, they're just they're going to a thing, and then when they get to the thing, it's like they take the script and they wad it up and they shove it up their ass, and then this is what we get. Well, why don't Why don't you get us to the journey and then Dick? The journey, it. yeah. They're they're on a journey with, uh, like I said, the guy that plays Al Capone, a couple of priests. Uh, well, I'm sorry, a friar and and. Somebody else and uh, Friar Ron Ballsack. Perlman. You notice his name is Ballsack. Was his name Ballsack? His okay. name is Ballsack. He was trying. I'll give him that. He was trying. He's the only one that committed to one accent. So uh, you know, yeah. at least he he knew what kind of a movie is in. I don't know. And then Claire Foy. The whole thing is like, you know, is she a witch? Is she not a witch? Because she's constantly teasing everybody. You really think I'm a witch? Uh, you know, the Ballsack. That was the only part that had any sense of promise whatsoever is, is this a witch or isn't it a witch? And, yeah, uh, there yeah. are convenient times where she saves people and uh, they could have done anything interesting there. Ultimately, they abandoned any hope or idea of going into any kind of a story and the the entire middle half of this movie is the journey to the thing, to go say a thing and do a thing. Dick, I, I give it to you now. I, I, I'm done. Well, that's basically it. They're going to the the monks because the monks have the the book of incantations that could free this woman's soul of the a, Necronomicon. Of a witchcraft. And they they get there. It's basically that's all it is. They're they're going there for that reason to bring her to this place. And because the monks have a book, have the only copy, the only copy, the Book of we, Solomon. We yeah. saw a, a, a different copy of that book get burned in the beginning by the the witch that comes out of the river. Yeah, well, she I think that burns the book. Well, that was the difference. I think the thing what they were establishing there, and this is me really thinking about this in the last two seconds. <laughs> she had the incantations for witchcraft, not the demon. 
So the demon could come up and say, well, fuck you. That's for, you got the wrong demon. Okay. And it burns yeah. them alive. You just instantly you just now made it a more interesting story just by what saying what you I think it was, it was going well, that's what it was because they are what they're doing. When they find out, when they get to the abbey, they're rewrite. They're basically copying the book because it has the demon oh, part. That's my part. Oh, I'm sorry. You, you that's that's it. That's the story. God damn it, Dick! You had one job. And you blew it. But that's <laughs> it. Like you when, when we talk about the wolves, the wolves. You get to talk about the so the the, the bridge. You that's talk boring. About the the kid coming along. I don't, I don't yeah, know. it's boring. It's all plot. It's all plot. It's all. I don't. Did care. this? Did this come out before or after Beowulf? That's another. Oh, way before. Way after. Okay. Way after. Oh, that, Beowulf like, was like 2007. Oh, that one. After, yeah, but, but Beowulf was. Fuck um, Beowulf. Oh. Well, Beowulf um, is a story that's. Yeah, yeah been around for a long old. time. Yeah. Well, yeah, it, it's a story that they try to adhere to, and then there's Aragon, which is like the same fucking thing. Uh, well, Aragon's dragons. Yeah, that, that was a dragon. That basically that's a ripoff of Star Wars. It falls into that stuff that Phoenix and I just love. That that yeah. good old fucking fantasy dragons and fucking magical beings that are going to do magic shit. I'm going to take you to the Abbey and give the magic. All right. Are you done with your part? You want to talk about the wolves at all? Uh, what, what, so what's okay? Fine. They, okay. So they leave. They leave Christopher Lee's house. I feel He's like I'm dead. Christopher Lee, you are mostly. Uh, Christopher Lee dies. He sends them on their journey. They got the priest. They got Stephen Graham. They got, uh, yeah, what? I didn't see Christopher Lee die when I watched it. Oh, really? I missed that completely. Well, he just, he died. He died. It's not like he he dies off screen. I mean, they show him not breathing. They're kind of cleaning up. They're saying the last rites. They're cleaning up after him, and he's just kind of laying there. Yeah, it's a very unceremonious death. That's it. Um, it's kind of, I have yeah, in the background yeah. here. You can see his teeth. That's yeah, no, yeah, that's it. He's just oh, sitting there dead. He's, dead. he's in his white outfit. He's in his nice pimp outfit, and then he's dead. It's his pimp burial outfit. Why is he? It's the same. It's a costume he borrowed from uh, Lord. Uh, of the Rings. It's a little thing called money. I mean, Chris Lee will do fucking anything. Yeah. But why this? Why? Why did, uh... why did they say? Let's get Christopher Lee to do this role. You know what they told Christopher? You know what Christopher Lee did? Christopher Lee says, yeah, I'll do it. Send me a check for $2 million. You're going to fly. You're going to, uh, I, I can't fly. So you're going to have to shoot it in my backyard. So build the set back there. I'm going to lay down. There's nothing that Christopher Lee hasn't done. He's done science fiction. He's done fucking Italian horror. Uh, he's done hammer horror films. Uh, thousands of them. He's used to low budget shit. Yeah, he He's don't used care. to directors not knowing what the fuck's going on, no. too. I just show up and I do my thing and I leave. What do you think when you're 87? You go, no, nah, I'm good. You know, the only guys no. that do that were Otherwise, Sean Connery. Otherwise, Anthony Hopkins would have wrapped it up. He's still fucking doing movies. Yeah. And he just he won, won the Oscar. He just won a fucking Oscar. He just won a fucking Oscar for I, just being himself. It's great. Fantastic. Good for him. Seriously. I love that, too, because that was like. What a fucking fuck you to the woke Oscars where they talk about inclusivity and we're going <laughs> to, we're going to, it's going to be all about inclusion and race, the different races. The white guy wins again. That's the guy that didn't show up to the ceremony. Yeah. Why <laughs> would so you? Sure like, he wasn't oh. going to win. That, yeah. Asian, <laughs> that Asian guy from the walking dead. Go fuck yourself. Yeah. Fuck down. you, Asian man. <laughs> Let me tell you what it's like to struggle. Fuck you. Fuck you. Uh, uh 
Fu Manchu. I'll play your part. I'm better than you. I'm Tony, and he, and he could do it. And the Hopkins could do it. Christopher Lee literally did that. Oh yeah, he's he's good. Yeah. He's good. He literally was Fu Manchu. And Mickey Rooney in uh, the wonderful uh, shitty movie that everyone loves, that Audrey Hepburn movie I hate, Breakfast yeah. at Tiffany's. Yeah. Castle oh! Fu Manchu. Me uh, so sorry. Yep. Okay, so I guess I'll take over because you're not talking about it. Well, fuck, what do you, what, you want to go into detail well, I mean, about uh, this? Uh, along along yeah. the way, there, there's a lot of little adventures that happen yeah. to pad out the fucking runtime. At one point, they, they have an elaborate crossing of the bridge seats, uh, section, and then there's the, the tag of the wolf it, it, section. That, that bridge sequence goes on for 12 minutes. And it's, it's so boring. Oh, I started Mystery Science Theater in that shit. I'm like, prepare to meet Kali yeah. in hell! You know? Oh, definitely I did that too. They're, they're trying <laughs> to cross a little rinky bridge with five people, right? No, four at this point. It's just the and a wagon. The, the, the caged wagon with the witch inside the of it. And the witch. So, yeah, five. They're pushing it across. Nick Cage just goes fucking balls out. He crosses with a horse at first, and he's going, like, toward the big cracks in the bridge. He, like, You're going the wrong way, dude. He's he's walking with the horse. He's, like, he's like trying to walk the horse. He's not, like, sitting on the horse. He's, like, beside the horse, like, kind of dragging it across the bridge. Yeah. But the horse is automatically going to, like, here's a big hole. And he's like, yeah, cool. And I'm like, dude, go the other way. There's not a big hole right there. They cut away, luckily. Well, you but, know why there was no big hole there? Because it was uh, a special effect, and the horse yeah. didn't see that. The <laughs> bad but, blue screen. Then they had them, after they get the horse across, they, they push the cart. And it's like, and then the witch is just like, let me out. I can help you. The whole thing is the, the witch can show you what you, like your memory. You know, that sort of bullshit where it shows you your worst memory, what you want. What your regrets, that sort of shit. Fuck witches in movies. They're fucking boring. It reminded me of a lot of uh, Suicide Squad, the end of that that movie. When I'm like, oh, oh god, god. oh yeah, that's that, there's a really bad witch there. I'm Ooh. out. <laughs> the first half of the movie is a mu- music video, and I'm watching. I'm like, this is terrible. It's there's a there's a two hour introduction of our characters, and then here's a witch. Here's our movie, and I was like, <laughs> fuck. Oh, what? How did the first half look good? Now, I, holy shit! I was told yeah, that movie it's... is <sighs> brought anyway. to you by Hot Topic. Anyway, they get across the bridge, and uh, the, the 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 little kid that wants to be a uh, uh, wants to be a soldier. Uh, you know that character for the Magnificent Seven. The one that wants to be a knight. He wants to be a knight. He's the girl from a. Uh, he's Hattie from a uh, True Grit. He yes. Wants... He wants to be something he can't be. He gets saved by the witch. And he loses his arm in a snake bite and he becomes a lonely lesbian. Damn right. But then they get across the bridge. Eventually at night, she uh, she calls wolves. It's clearly in her voice. They, there's no mystery to this movie. It's clearly her. Well, the reason she the brings wolves. the she the reason she brings the wolves is because Stephen Grant wants to kill her with a bow and arrow and see and Nick Cage stops him. And then that's when the wolves come to but kill that's him. The end, that's the end of Nick Graham, too. The big reveal is when they get to the Abbey, it's like, oh, she was killing people that were stopping her. Yeah, we, we knew that, though. Nick fucking Cage tries to kill her. She doesn't do shit about that. Well, that's the thing. Yeah, it's stupid. It's called a bad movie. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it's called a movie that, that, 
doesn't deserve as much attention as we're giving. Whoa, let me get this straight. You killed all the guys that you were gonna got killed in the first place. Yes, I'm a I'm a bad guy. Hold on now. <laughs> yes, I killed them. Look at that. Ooh. The only two Nick Cage movies I own. Sorry. I, sh I should get Mandy. <laughs> I should own Mandy. Yeah, Mandy's good. That, that, was, that okay. was a fun time. These are evil fucking things. I wish to God we were doing. We'll, we'll get there, though, with the Nick Cage. We'll get, we'll get to Mandy. Yeah. Nope. Already did it. It's off the list. Oh, that's shit. All right. It's off the list. list. You, you and I can do that on a separate show, Dick. We'll, we'll do we'll do. Go right Mandy. ahead. Yeah. Mandy. <laughs> you call it Nick Cage cast, I will sue your ass. We'll, we'll do that. No, we won't call it Nick Cage cast. We'll do that on the bad movie watching review. We'll watch Mandy. Anyway. Right. We'll call it Nick Coppola. That's not a bad Day. movie, though. How are you going to call it? Yeah. Oh, we watch a lot of bad movies on the bad movie watching review that aren't bad. That's the whole point of it. You just blew my fucking mind by saying we're bad, bad, <laughs> not bad. Just because somebody says it's bad don't mean it's necessarily bad. You're talking to the man that loves Life Force. That's You're right. You're talking to me who put who didn't like uh, Trapped in Paradise, the Nick Cage movie, and like episode three of this show. And someone was like, go fuck yourself. That movie's awesome. I'm like, yeah. When, ah! I, was, when I was 10, I loved that fucking movie. Now I realize uh, Dana Carvey plays a retarded man, and it's like really offensive. Really offensive <laughs> how it is in that movie. Oh, you watch please. It, like, oh, God. That's not offensive. I just watched The Stand, and that's filled with retards. Oh, yeah. Same year. <laughs> but, no, Dana Carp. And, and, he and he hasn't the seen the, the fanatic yet. <laughs> oh, my God. Brilliant movie. Anyway, um, they, you know, she calls the wolves. One wolf comes out, kills Stephen Graham. Nick Cage kills 75 wolves because yeah. he's, he's Liam Neeson. I was yeah. laughing my ass off when they were killing those wolves. Those dogs <laughs> left. <laughs> just like, just right in the mouth. It was, it, was, it was like a volleyball serve for you to spike it. Yeah. And spike was when you watch them cut off the heads of a bunch of monks that were crawling on the ceiling. Yeah. That was the, this was, this, so the wolves were like the setup. And the, the spike was the, was all the, the monks. Did you, know, you like, notice that all of the wolves yeah. just before they just before they attack, they looked like the, somebody shot uh, shot a big fucking jet engine at them and made their skin wrinkle up, and they use that effect five times in the same fucking shot for every well, because they're, wolf. they're demonic wolves, they're evil wolves, and they no, they're attacking. Man. They're gonna why? eat Stephen Graham. Oh, they don't why? even yelp when you stab them. Why were they evil? She's because she did it. I know, but why were the wolves themselves controlled by her? Because right. she's a demon. I know. Hey, you guys you guys remember the giant rat in the fire swamp from fucking Princess Bride? That was more convincing than these motherfuckers were. All right. That these guy were, in the suit. Yeah. All I can say is all the CG in this movie, Steppenwolf. That's all I can say. It looks <laughs> terrible. It looks like an oh, It does look like Steppenwolf without his armor. Yeah. It's real bad, yeah. Um they eventually arrive at the Abbey. Oh, oh Nick Cage about the shooter and then or stabber, and then they realize Nick or uh, Ron Perlman's like, "Hey, it's right there," and that cuts yeah. immediately. All the tension's gone because they cut. Yeah, and then it cuts to the Abbey, and then they get there. There's immediately there. Well, again, tension is cut because they're just there, and then they walk in, and they're like, and the priest is the priest. Uh, Ballsack is like, "Sorry to intrude, guys, but oh," and they're all dead. All tension's gone. 
because they just cut to the priest and they're dead. And like you could have slowly revealed by some you know shooting around the characters and had it reveal the dead person as the character sees it. But instead, it's like, hey, sorry to intrude, guys. But and Nick Cage is like, no, 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 those people are dead. But but I'm dead. Phoenix, you know, those shots everything. cost money. No, not more money. It just that's money taken, that they had to pay to Nick Cage for showing up for this fucking. It thing. would have taken forty minutes of extra work to get a camera to go around the body. That's it. But it would have been way more effective than just cut to the dead bodies. They're they're dead. All right, let's move on. God has forsaken us. Fuck this movie. I hate this fucking movie. What do you mean? You know, I don't kill little girls. Adam, when you and I did Between Worlds, we t- I said fuck this movie, but that was a fuck this movie because it's stupid, but it was also entertainingly bad. This one is just Yeah, Between Worlds was fun to watch because I, I laughed through a good good chunk of it because it, it, it was stupid too, but th- this was somehow, at least with Between Worlds, we got some, some it wasn't low blood sugar Nick Cage. We had like... Uh, we had trucker Nick Cage. Okay, we like had truck, truck stop. speed Nick Cage. Trucker speed Nick Cage is always a good, a way better, a good time than low blood sugar Nick Cage. This this movie, everybody that was involved with this looked like they were having a miserable fucking time making it. Yeah, absolutely it, nobody wanted to fucking be there. There was no heart in this at all from start to finish. Nothing. That movie, Between Worlds, is what I called uh, North Florida trucker trash. <laughs> That's what he was. He was like Tallahassee trucker trash. It, it, it was North Florida trucker trash trying to be Fargo and failing at it miserably. Yes, but that was entertaining as fuck. And it was like a... Yeah. a, a if you go to Pornhub and look up anything, you're going to find stepmom porn. And that's where you're going to... stepdaughter porn. That's where you're going to watch it. Yep. Absolutely, that yes. Yeah. Somebody saw movie. that. They went to that section. They thought, I'm going to make a Nick Cage movie out of this. And yeah. there, there you have it. Boom. This one feels like hey, I like Excalibur or yeah. something like that. I mean, it's a different time. time this is this but... is the movie you try you watch when you're trying to get rid of a boner, all right? You just put this on for about a couple minutes, gone. No boner, nothing. Well, Excalibur is based on myths and, and yeah. thousands of volumes of shit. This is, a spec script. this is a spec script from a first-time guy graduating high school, graduating well, ex- college. Excal- Excalibur is a movie I fucking love. Excalibur is fucking wonderful. Excal- I've, oh. drank, I've drank this much. And I feel nothing. While waiting for Nick Cage to enjoy me. And he will not satisfy <laughs> me in any way. Let me, let me explain I'm something to you. Soda. I'm out of, so I drink this, too. I have I have gone to I have come to Vegas, Phoenix West's house to die of alcohol poisoning, just like leaving Las Vegas. <laughs> I was just gonna say oh. that, like leaving Las Vegas. <laughs> leaving Las Vegas, I'm gonna die on the Oscar. One of his five great movies. That's yeah. Okay, so that's where we're gonna play that game. What are the top five Nick Cage movies then? Well, I well, have here, here's two of them right here. Yeah. <laughs> no. You're I don't. Like, I do not like The Rock that much. I do not I, like. I, the rock. I do. I like I it. it. There's some favorite. funny stuff, but yeah, I, I just. <laughs> oh uh, God! You know what, Dick? He's, He's uh, the first person to ever agree with me on that. I no, don't I, get it. Yeah, Conair's like more it. my. I, I like Conair better. I like Conair better, but I also put it in the bottom of my Nick Cage list. He's terrible in that movie. Oh, absolutely. The movie's great around him, but he's yeah. terrible in that movie. Yeah, it's your. I agree it's you your guys. barbecue, Cyrus, and it tastes good. Eat this, eat this snowball, yeah. Gump, 
Bubba you got diabetes, I'm going to get your insulin shot. I'm Cameron Poe. Yeah, uh, okay, so top Nick Cage movies just off the top of my head. Raising Arizona, Adaptation, um, Bringing Out the Dead, I would say Mandy. Mm-hmm. Um, what's the fifth one? I need five. Face Off. This is weird. Face Off is definitely up there. I'd say Face Off is five. Okay. Let's say Face Off. But I'm thinking face like off, huh? great movies. Not not entertainingly bad is Face Off for me. But it mm. also crosses that threshold into I really love this fucking movie. <laughs> like, um, Moonstruck. The Wicker Man. The Wicker Man's great. I just love because the Wicker he, Man. he beats women. It's hilarious. He's, he's just, so bad he in that. Fuck. fuck. He's 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 not. He's, at least he's not low blood sugar. He's no. That he's is coked that, out yeah. of his mind in that one. Yeah. That is prime cage right there. That yeah, I, I can't. Cage. I can't. I can't do a five, but I can do like a three or four. Right. Okay, right that'd now. be my list. I don't know. I got yeah. some more, but they're 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 some yeah. part of that. Man, Mandy would be on my that. list too. I really enjoyed the shit out of that fucking movie. And I was watched it second time. And I liked it more than I liked it the first time. So I probably should buy that. I one. wanted to include uh, Spider Man into the Spider Verse, but he only does a voice. So how do you? Oh, Kick Ass! Yeah. Kick Ass is great. Kick Ass, yeah, yeah, for yeah, he was good in Kick Ass. He was great yeah. in Kick Ass. So I give oh, him that one. And that's where you get into like that. I think that's second tier though. Just below yeah. those. It's not as good as adaptation and, and bring. He's out like that. Sandler though. Every once in a while, he'll come out and do something. It's like fuck. You could have been doing this this whole time. Then he'll go right back to doing yeah. season of the witch no, type movie. That's literally what I just said last episode. Yeah. I remember. Like, <laughs> yeah. like, oh, do something good. Come on, <laughs> anything. Give me something. Bring it out. Bring it, man. It's in there. I know you can bring it out. I know you, you want to go to Tahiti, but make a good movie. You're just come collecting on. a check today. Okay, fine. Yeah. It's like it's like showing up for your favorite band, and then your the singer shows up. He's got laryngitis that night. And decides to do the whole fucking show. You know, it's like that. Spoken Big, word, though. As far as yeah, movies, spoken oh, word. Oh, leaving leaving Las Vegas. That I was yeah, leaving Las Vegas. That's my number yeah. five. Yeah. Okay. Uh, okay. So, Dick, what's your what's top five similar to mine? Uh, this is pretty close, but I would say uh, I'm trying to think now. I, I want because I don't want to have the same movies as you. Um, I'm We're not talking about personal favorites. We're talking about his best movies. No, that's what oh, I mean. I can't, I can't do that because I haven't seen them all. Let me see. I, I got to pull up his his rank. You, his, can uh, like eight, you can put eight millimeter in there. That's a good movie. Yeah, eight millimeter. He's good um, in that. But I think those five I chose. I, I'm putting Face Off in the in the second tier. I'm, I'm putting Leaving Las Vegas as my number five, and those are his best performances. I don't think you can come up with something that's better than those five. You're probably right. You can look all you want right now. Like, he's great in Vampire's Kiss, but that movie is not that great. Yeah. He sing, he sings songs the entire alphabet to you in that movie. And oh, uh, oh, here you go. What about um, Left Behind? <laughs> I talked about that movie on my show already. already that is that. one of the greatest, worst movies ever made. Um, <laughs> drive, drive Angry, I would say. One of the Garmin better, fun, not better. Nick, Ghost Rider, Nick Cage movies. It's Bad a, Lieutenant, Bad Lieutenant, New Orleans. Bad, Bad that's Lieutenant that's a good one. Bad Lieutenant, and Drive Angry are in the same category. The movie's I, fun, but he's great in it. But the movie's just fun. It is. It doesn't cross that great threshold. Oh, I'd say it's great. I I love that, those two movies. Okay, here we go. Matchstick Men. Oh. Yeah, that would be. There's a, there's a great four. performance right there. That's the one I was yeah. looking for. 
Uh, piss blood. Snake one. Eyes. He is. Kiss of Death. He bulked up for that movie. Kiss of Death is actually not a bad movie. The problem with Kiss of Death is David Caruso factor. Okay, are you ready for this shit? This is this is vampire. Do it. I shouldn't. If a come in the appropriate form. Yes, I suppose it should. I'm fast forwarding. Uh, Unless of course it's some. You don't. No, I don't. Whoever filed it in the first place, but. For God's sakes, Peter, I am not telling you one single thing you don't already know. How could somebody misfile something? What could be easier? It's all alphabetical. You just put it in the right file according to alphabetical order. You know, A, B, C, D, E, F, G, H, I, J, K, L, M, N, O, P, Q, R, S, T, U, V, W, X, Y, Z. The guy is California Clinton Oscar. Kinsky. Give him an Oscar. Legend. Give him the fucking Oscar. You need to edit that where somebody's handing him the fucking Oscar right after that scene. Just right, right through the fucking screen. He screams the alphabet at a woman, and it's effective somehow. Yep. Well, anyway, to come up with that. This okay. movie, though, he's there. You go. Magazine. He's got that the it factor. Nick Cage is a movie star. And it's undeniable. Like he, he, you can't kick your eyes off of him when he's on screen. He, he's got that charisma. He's got that thing. He really does. He's a movie star. Indescribable it. You know. Yeah, and that uh, is. Jo- Joe Bob described it as as cage rage. He calls it cage rage. I call it rage oh, cage, which is funny. Rage, rage cage, cage. Yeah. Cage, cage rage. Yeah. I have rage cage, rage cage, quiet cage, quirk cage, and then I also have sophisticated. Because like have of treasure, he's sophisticated. Syphilis my, cage. My, my contribution to that mix is low blood sugar cage. That would be a quiet cage. I will be very sedate in this movie. Yeah. I'm sorry, I can't do that what you want me to do. That would be the Family Man. Speaking of Brett Ratner, yes, Family Man cage. That would be him. Or uh, City of Angels, which is my least favorite cage, oh, other wow. than Con Air. Yeah. So in this one, definitely Quiet Cage. It's fucking boring. Yeah. He's on Thorazine. Somewhere between the NyQuil and cocaine, he took some Thorazine. This movie is Thorazine. Holy shit. The man is, is boring as fuck in this movie. Why is he in this? Why cast him? Uh, international money, that's why. It's this movie didn't that. need to be made. Honestly, it didn't need to be made. It well, I, I, made. I think that the box office for this movie is not very big. Oh, it can't be. It can't uh, be this, this is something that should have been direct to video if it wasn't already uh, dumped on a fucking streaming service like Pluto or something and just left there to die. Well, I, I remember it coming out in theaters. I got this movie in a red box. Because <sighs> yeah, I, I like I said, I think I rented this at the library because I had a theory around this time that Nick Cage was living inside the red box and he's going, "Here's my new movie, man," and he handed yeah. me the movie and go. I filmed this last weekend. And he he just hand you a movie and go, yeah, there you go. Well, no matter what you order, he's going to hand you his new movie. Somehow I think that would be there. funnier if he was selling those out of a trench coat. Like he had a trench coat with all his movies inside of it. It's right here. It's It'd be funnier, but it's not reality. Reality is I saw You're right. 12 Nick Cage movies. Like, look into that list. I'm like, those <laughs> are all Nick Cage and Holly Berry movies. How the fuck are they both in there? 
Danny Glover, it's the Nick and Cage Holly box. <laughs> yeah. Danny Glover, Nick Cage, and Holly Berry were in all those movies in that era. Yeah. They they gave him everything. Yeah. They were hard all, workers, those two, three. Two of the three of those people have a fucking Oscar. That is yeah. fucked up. That's fucked up. How do they? How? Yeah, it's the mysteries of the universe. And where the fuck is Danny Glover since Saw? I have not heard of a fucking weep, a peep from that motherfucker. Well, because the cab, the, the cab drivers won't give him a ride to the work. They keep the, no, denying right. him. They won't pick him up. The taxi drivers won't let him go anywhere. Do they still call it the Oscar <clears throat> bug when you win the Oscar and then somehow your career just just tanks like immediately after? You mean the you Oscar win? curse? I think is it the Holly Oscar Berry. curse? Holly Berry was the last one. Holly Berry? No, the last one was actually uh, um, Matthew McConaughey. He fucking got the Oscar, and that motherfucker hasn't done anything good since uh, since he got that Oscar. No, for, he did Wolf uh, Wall Street. That was good. Dallas after. Buyers Club. What was yeah. that? Was that after Dallas Buyers Club? Yeah, because he's uh, not in Wolf of Wall Street that long though. No, but he's at, he's in there after he won the. His Oscar. part no, is perfect, um, though. Matthew yeah. McConaughey. No, 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 no. That's the reverse. Matthew McConaughey was, had his his reconnaissance when he got the Oscar because he had the Oscar, he had True Detective, and he had like oh, a series of films. Okay. He had yeah. a series of films that were really well received, and he was back. And yeah. then he kind of now flattered. He's a, now he's, now he's in a Doritos commercial. Yeah, well, he, he's got so much money. You know how much money that guy made for those fucking romantic comedies? You know how much yeah. land you buy in Texas for that kind of money? He owns half of Texas. <laughs> he, yeah. he He owns the Chateau Marmont probably because I heard he used to live there and get his asshole eaten out by the waitresses. Hey, it's a true if, story. I could there, if I could do exactly what you just said, I would. Oh, absolutely. So did Owen Wilson. Fucking how great. Do I, I talked to the he, people who worked there. They told me all he, about it. Why is he so <laughs> suicidal then? Well, because he's a big fat pussy. I think that was that was for. Um, I think he was full of shit doing that. That was for publicity because I think uh, Zoolander was coming out or something. Oh. That was Zoolander Two era. Well, there you go, Zoolander Two. He wanted to give Zoolander Two some cred. Man. That- because Ben Stiller, I didn't watch Zoolander two because I didn't like Zoolander one that much, and I'm also still recovering from Anchorman two. That one hurt. Well, I guess uh, really bad. I guess Zoolander two is really bad because it basically ruined Ben Stiller's career. Like the woke crowd got him well, for Zoolander two. I wish you guys would adopt my philosophy. Comedy sequel. Don't do no. it. Don't, Don't do, do it. it. Oh Never no, I agree. It. I agree. Yeah. Ghostbusters two it. was the last comedy sequel I watch. Because Wayne's World Two was fucking terrible, it, it, there's some st- good stuff in there, but for the most part, don't. And then after that, I'm like, no, nah, I'm good. I like okay. The, One I exception like to that rule: Do you consider Gremlins a comedy or a horror movie? That's before that. So okay. modern, you know, post nineties. Because we can all agree, that Gremlins Two is a fucking masterpiece. Gremlins Two is better than Gremlins One, but the first 100%. one is not a comedy, so you don't you don't kind of comedies. is. I always call it a dark comedy, but whatever. Dark, but it's not Wayne's World. You know, it's not an outright comedy. Which they also made a sequel to. Oof. Yeah. I don't remember Wayne's World 2 at all. I just remember Christopher Walken. Nobody remembers Wayne's World 2. Even the people that were in it don't remember. I do. (laughs) Was the show? They made fun of uh, Oliver Stone's uh, The Doors, and they had Jim Morrison show up. That's right. um, Yes. Yes. And I guess... um, the girl that directed the first one, I did she Penelope come back Cruz. and direct? The, did she do the second one? 
I don't think so. No, because she hated working with him so much. Mike Myers is a notorious asshole. Mike Myers is terrible. Yeah, Mike Myers is an awful person. Dana Carvey is the biggest fucking sweetheart there is. Yeah, Mike is a huge dick. Yeah, Mike, that's what I hear. Dana Carvey follows LAWCs on Twitter. That man's a fucking champ. We love you, Dana. Yeah. Him and Margaret Cho, for some reason, follow follow. I don't know why. I enjoy the program. Yeah, it's really weird, but. De Niro yeah. retweeted us too. Isn't that weird? Who? Robert De Niro. You mean his assistant? He doesn't use yeah. Twitter. Some twelve-year-old he paid the. Yeah, exactly. Twitter. One of his kids. One, one of his grandkids. One yeah. of his illegitimate grandkids. Like one yeah. of the yeah. first twenty podcasts we did was a Born the Born to Win, one of his nineteen seventies movie that nobody watched, and he retweeted it. And I was like, "Hey, De Niro." It wasn't him. I know that, but he gets yeah. he gets paid in peanut butter pretzel nuggets. Yeah. Oh, from Costco? I don't blame him. That's a yeah. <clears throat> Those things are awesome. Those things are going to get addictive, especially if you eat chocolate with them. Oh, yeah. You got like a chocolate bar, and you're like, oh, oh my God. A good time. That's some good shit. Put them in a, in a little baggie and microwave it. Oh. That's why Mar- I'm okay now. Ooh. That's why I'm like Orson Welling it over here. I'm just, I, I'm ready to buy an island and fuck off somewhere else. Now, uh, the best picture of Orson Welles after you buy a castle his, there, when he's yeah. in his giant his giant blankets because he couldn't he couldn't he couldn't even fit in the muumu. He had to wear capes, <laughs> like he couldn't wear normal clothes. He was so fucking fat. I like how his last role is is Unicron in the Transformers, and his whole thing is just going. Hey, it's a great book you gotta read. I got it. I'm hungry. Um, my, my lunches with Orson. You gotta read. It. It's great. It's 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 it is 100 quotes from Orson Welles during lunches with this guy that Orson hung out with, and he just oh, yeah. he talked shit on everybody. It's beautiful. The old, the older he got, the more his voice started to sound like a didgeridoo. Just oh no, yeah, yeah. And, and this is this is the last. This was the last two years of his life. They would go and eat lunch, and you can imagine what lunch was for Orson Welles. <laughs> the whole restaurant. Do you have five steaks? I will take those. And four potatoes. Book, the book is written by 50 people because his meal was the person who's writing the book. Yeah, exactly. It was, it was literally that clip right. from Monty Python's The Meaning of Life yeah. where the guy's just I'm eating himself to death. fucking stuff With a thing... Wafer thin mint. Fuck off. (laughs) That movie's great. Yeah. Although it is like 50 50 steps below the first two movies that I made. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, yeah. Life Life of Brian does not get nearly as much credit as as it deserves. I fucking. That's in my top. I think it does now. Yeah, it does. I think it gets respect. People still like. uh, I like it way more than. the Holy Grail. I like it way yeah. more. I don't even compare the two. The problem mm. with Holy Grail is so many people have quoted the fuck out of that that I can't enjoy it anymore. I can't watch it and laugh at it and enjoy it anymore. Yeah. It's just been done to death. Yes. That reminds me of Nick Cage in Season of the Witch. Yeah. Where? I'm full. What? Adam, we talked about this exact phrase. I'm going to say the exact same phrase I used for that for Between Worlds. Who is this movie for? Really? Who's who's going to watch this movie and go, yeah? 12-year-old. That's why I was trying to... I'm glad that you asked that because I was thinking that last night when I was watching this. I'm like, 
Who the fuck was this for? So you're saying 2011, because I wasn't really paying attention to when this came out. You said 2011. So this is way past the Lord of the Rings resurgence of bullshit fantasy films. So it's it's a movie that's out of its time. Like, it, it doesn't even... You this know what a, I mean? Like, like, if you notice fantasy films, like, they come out in little clumps. Because people are scared to death to make sword and sandal films. They have to, so this is after Lord of the Rings. This is after the 300. Yeah, who the fuck... What is this trying to piggyback off of? I'm glad you brought Game that Game of Thrones, up. maybe? 300 reminded me a lot of the... Only this is like a terrible low budget version. The battle sequences, they're trying to do 300 so bad. Well, here's oh. the thing. Again, this movie... This movie was written in 2000, remember. Yeah. The script is 11 years old before it gets made. And it, it, the, the sad thing is, though, it is written in 2000, and it looks like a 2000 movie. Well, exactly. Uh, super low quality special effects, terrible fucking editing on the fight and, and I, I guess at least get one good fucking fight. I, Not, none no, of them. Nothing. No, Even when Ron Perlman lifts his sword, I'm like, yeah, show me something, anything. Wake me the fuck up. Nope. Cut away. He Cut looks away. like he can barely carry the fucking thing. Cut away. Well, I going to say what I wanted to say, and go ahead. No, I just, you also got to remember, this is just a movie that was carried by multiple studios. They dumped it multiple times. Because this was like a Universal at one point, then it went to Paramount, then it went to here, then it went to there. Lionsgate. Everybody was like, "This sucks. We don't want it's it." It's a cinematic bad penny. Okay. Yeah, and I just get, but the guy that wrote it works nonstop. He works okay. all the time. You didn't say what I thought you were going to say. Oh, was it? Brett Ratner took over. At, yes. At the, at the eleventh hour. Brett yes. Took over. We did mention that. Redirected some scenes. The battle yes. sequences, which looks like the three hundred, only yeah. terrible. <laughs> And then the ending is completely different. He put in a CG witch. Yes. Demon. And then it's a demon Fenton. Steppenwolf. But not only did Brett Ender direct that, he demanded that he get his own editor for those scenes. Yes. So all those are specifically edited by Brett Ratner. So you're end up, you're ended ending with a hodgepodge by two directors, one director who's worked with Nick Cage already and knows how to work with him. Because eleven years prior, he did Gone in sixty seconds. He did. He worked with them. Gone in sixty seconds was one of his successful movies, right? Didn't that movie successful. make money? Yeah, fun. I remember that. Yeah. Okay, the movie yeah. made a ton of money. But this one, same director, no, overseas. It's just it's there. It's it's to make money. It's to keep working. Add a credit to your IMDb. That's it. Because the story is bullshit. The acting is bullshit. Even more bullshit. So you're left with a movie that's for 20,000 people who are there for the filming that don't speak English. That's all I can really think about is the people who do not speak the language that they're speaking in this movie. It's not for an action audience because we just established that the action scenes are awfully, terribly choreographed green, green. and edited. Okay. Uh, back green screen. So it's not for the special effects because... The, I think some people, studios, thought that a special effect could still carry a movie even in 2011. That was kind of it's starting to wear itself out. Um, it is <laughs> not for the fantasy crowd because there's not really much fantasy here to go on other than, oh, by the way, there's witches in this particular world. Uh, so we established that. It's not for the tween audiences. Yeah, what the fuck is this for? It's not for. It's not a horror movie, even though it tries to be a horror movie in the last couple of minutes that it's there. The first opening, cold open that you talk about in the last couple of minutes are the only horror elements that are in this entire miserable mess of a movie. 
you know how we talked about in our last live episode, uh, LAW Anthology Pause uh, Inside Number 9 Deadline? We talked about rating based off what would I change and how we gave that a 10. We, like, we wouldn't change anything. They did a great job, well written and perfectly executed. This one, off the fucking bat, cut the cold open. That's bullshit. It tells you witches that fucking exist. Even if it's not a witch that, you know, we find out it's a demon and that reveals like, holy shit, it's a demon. It led us here. I didn't give a shit by the time we got there. Cut all that out. Cut all the witch shit and just have it be Nick Cage wants to save this innocent looking girl. At the very fucking end, you find out she's actually a demon. Cut everything else that, that tells you, that spells it out for you in the interim. Cut all that out. Just have the reveal be it when they get to the Abbey and he looks over and she's like, ah, and freaks out. And that would be way more effective of a storyline. Yeah. Because we know by the time they get there, in the movie we watched, we're like, oh, she's a witch. He's dumb as fuck. He doesn't see she's a witch. He ignores every sign possible on the way there. Until he's like, I'm going to kill this bitch. I hate this fucking. I, I had a hard time. I, I could not find a single character to root for in this pile of shit at all. Uh, Claire Foy, that's it. Break this, but I can't. But they didn't do anything with Claire Foy. They, 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 they tried to hint that maybe there's more to her than, than meets the eye, but ultimately they're just like, oh yeah, whatever you thought she was, she's that and then some. Well, she was playing with the role. She was having fun with it. You can see she, she did those little looks and smile. It was like the, she was doing her Mayor Winningham from the, the, the button button episode from uh, well, what i was kind of hoping they were going to do is like yeah, like the, every time the, the camera cuts to her you see like the hair in her eyes so they're kind of doing like a little yeah. bit of that you know japanese horror look you know with it was there's always been a thing whenever a girl's got hair over her face she must be something sinister the boys did that with a character then but they made it effective you know so uh you you could have a play on that it's like like okay this is a movie where you expect to see you you're thinking it's one thing, but maybe it's not what you think it is. They, they could yeah. have done anything. A, a better writer could have done something with that. They didn't even bother. Well, I think at the point when Brett Ratner comes in, they're just like, you know what? Let's just get this fucking thing over with because we're no we shit. Can't, we can't do this anymore. Let's wrap it up and go drink some beers. You go. I, you kill three hundred on the left. I'll kill three hundred right, and we'll you buy the beer, my friend. I'll, I'll completely agree because the first time I watched this movie was because I was just getting in the podcast. It was 2011. Um, I was listening to How Did This Get Made? And they started watching the Cage movies. And, and one of them was this, in the first, one of the first episodes. And I go, I'm going to okay, have to watch, watch that it. one now. I used to watch the movie and listen to the podcast at the beginning. And, and I, I, I was like, all right, I'll watch this because obviously I was obsessed with Nick Cage already. I just didn't admit it out loud. I watched it and I go, oh, what the fuck was that? It was on Netflix, I think, at the time. Uh, <sighs> yeah, and then I, you know, on the on the podcast when we started, the first episode was Face Off, and then eventually we did uh, Outcast. And Outcast is a worse version of this. Hayden Ugh. Christensen, believe it or not, it is yeah. worse. Hayden Christensen is my least favorite actor. He's really bad. If you told me Hayden Christensen, you told me everything I need to know. I went to go see a movie with uh, some family. We were supposed to go see The Exorcism of Emily Rose, and it was supposed to be a double date, me and my date. 
my sister and her fiance at the time, and uh, they backed out because turns out they can't stand scary movies. Huh. So we wound up going, and we went to go see Takers. Oh, oh, yeah. oh! Oh, I was so pissed watching that movie. Oh. I started, I kept falling asleep. I was yelling, and like they kept constantly reminding you what they do. We're Takers. Yeah. That's what we do. I'm like, uh. yeah. You don't say. Really? Ooh, that's interesting. Let's go no, to no Egypt. Idea. No, that's Jumper. You're wrong. Oh, yeah, you're yeah, thinking no. of Jumper. Yeah. T- t- Jumper's Take, is much is worse. A, it's much worse. It's got Matt no Dillon memory. in it. It's, it, it, it's, a, uh, it's a crime uh, heist movie. It's a very bad heist movie. Really super awful. And I'm convinced that everything that Hayden Christensen is in is the worst thing ever. Same He's thing. just a really bad actor. Well, Shattered Glass, I'll give him that. That's I was going to say, we saw Shattered Glass with the director. He was good. <laughs> was he good or the... did we just watch it with the director so we thought he was good? No, he's good. He, he He's good because he's playing a whiny little oh. shit. He's a whiny little shit in a house. Life has a house. Life has a house with Kevin Klein. He's good yeah. in that movie. That's a great movie. Well, he's playing He's playing a weird kid that hangs himself and jerks off. He's like an he's... emo kid that, yeah. Yeah, no. But... He wasn't that great in it. I no, bad, but he no, filled that role. But I, I feel I can't I, the fucking dude. I can't well, I feel bad for. I do feel bad for him because the horror stories that I've heard, like people like attacked him on the street, like saying you ruined Star Wars, fuck you. Like people attack, like try to. Are attack you getting them. it mixed up with Jake Lloyd? Because I know no, Jake no, Lloyd's no, life got both, destroyed both by of fucking them. Star Wars. Both yeah. of them did. That's why Hayden Christensen's like. Fuck That's why you. I don't know why any, any actor in their right mind would yeah. ever say, yes, I'll do a Star Wars sequel. What the fuck is wrong with you? you that's your death well, sentence they, to a fucking career. They didn't know. That he was the first to sign up for that. He didn't know it would be as no. bad as it was. But now hindsight's twenty twenty. He's but coming back now. And it's all good you, now. Since you mentioned that, Phoenix, what people are not realizing is that Star Wars, all of Star Wars is based on the old fucking serials they used to put on movies because movies used to be a lot shorter. They used to be like an hour long. They'd show a serial and then the coming attractions and the fucking newsreels. That's what Star Wars is. It's supposed to be like the old Flash Gordon serials. Those serials, because you've seen a thousand of them on Mystery Science Theater 3000, are not good. They do not have good actors in them. It was like considered to be the lowest tier quality of acting you could possibly do because they they didn't have people doing soap operas yet. So, boom. So when you signed up to do Star Wars, I don't know what you think you were getting into, but what you're really doing is an homage to George Lucas's love of old serials. So he purposely picks bad actors and has them act badly in his fucking movies. People never pick up on that. Well, no, he does that in everything. His Red Tails is not based on that, yeah. and it's the same Red shit. Tails. So, no, it's not based on that. He's just fucking crazy. And then there's terrible. Howard the Duck. <laughs> exactly. He's terrible. Yeah. Right, right, guys. We, we gave him five ch- chances. He's fucked up five times. He's done. What do we want to rate this is the biggest question. Uh, three. Oh, let me switch over here because I Adam has this on a separate thing. Oh, that's a nice background, though. All right, we'll, we'll stick with this. That uh, looks like a good movie behind you, Adam, but it's not. It's Season <laughs> of the Wits. Three? Three out of ten. I gave it three stars for Claire Foy and a half star for Nick Cage's uh, uh, and mullet. 
mullet. It's, uh, uh, Christopher Lee. I'll give. I'll give. Chad Kroger haircut. Yeah. I'll, <laughs> I'll kill for. I ain't kill Adam, for you. What do you want to give this out of ten? Uh, two, two out of ten. Uh, one, one point for Claire Foy and another point for Ron Perlman for just fucking being there. That's it. I can't get it. Nicholas Cage that, didn't show up. So. Look at that poster behind you. Like that's that's the movie I want to see. This wasn't it. Yeah. Too bad that's that's his face from fucking Gone in sixty seconds. Yeah. And they just photoshopped <laughs> the hair over top of it. It's another yeah. movie where he's on fire in that poster. Yeah. Come on, the Ghost oh, Rider. Oh, can't mention what, Could that maybe be Ghost Rider or Ghost Rider Two? Oh, Ghost Rider. <laughs> I've seen this movie twice. Oh. So I've had Ooh. to suffer twice. Uh, I still give it a three though. Okay, that's that's very there nice. There are parts where I'm like, oh, I see where you're going for here. And I wasn't miserable watching it. When you watch this, you're not like. Fucking get over! Like, oh my god, Aunt, you're just like, where the fuck are they going with this? Holy, I don't care. So at the worst, it's 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 annoying, and it's it's only ninety five minutes though. Yeah, the first thing I could say about it is ninety five minutes of bad road. Yeah, but three or you know, two and two one zero. The Rock, yeah, The Rock's like a five or six for me. Nick, the face off is like a eight yeah <laughs> all right so no cage i love you man let me out but no 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 more night movies nick no more stop yeah no more nick night cage movies. don't ever do anything fantasy or medieval related again it doesn't it doesn't suit the actor he's a very bad choice for something like this yeah, he, he should learn his lesson from sorcerer's apprentice which is a huge bomb let Oof. me do this. Social Apprentice is way better than this, but let me do this. <laughs> Those bomb. Here's my scores. I'm going to put them on the screen in the post. They're not really here. But here's my uh, Nick Cage rankings. Here's my Nick Cage movie rankings. So, you have two rankings. Here's where they are. Can you imagine them there, guys? Can you see them? No. I see them. I see them all around you. Adam believes. He's, it's like uh, the movie Hook. you got to believe the, the, the pink goop. I don't believe in fairies. I'll First, die. you don't succeed. Try, try again. Speaking of people who won an Oscar and they're in a terrible movie, uh, Aaron Brockovich. No. no, she won for Pretty Woman and then was in Hook same year. She I'm didn't win fan. an Oscar for Pretty Woman. She didn't. I, no. I am so glad no. that, really? that I'm not alone yeah, in going for my, yeah, my yeah, love of Hook. I, I can't stand that movie. Hook a lot of people, a lot of people never, don't like Hook. I'll take it a step farther. I've never liked the story of Peter Pan. I always thought that whole story was bullshit. Teaching it that is. kid, you're gonna run off with a fucking uh, underage stranger in the middle of the fucking night and goes places you're not supposed to go. I mean, Problem. what the fuck? What the fuck? You know, you know what's amazing? I haven't played a clip in the movie yet. Um, I did enjoy the scene where the where the young kid is backing up against the bookshelf, and they go, "Ha!" and they grab him through the bookshelf and pull him back. Yeah, uh, I laughed. And then when the monks are crawling on the ceiling, I laughed hysterically. This movie has uh, like several laugh out loud uh, moments. None of them. For were. me, the only scenes that I enjoyed when when they were doing, and I've seen it done in another movie before, but I still liked when they were showing them going all the different battles. I thought, oh, well, this might actually go somewhere. And well, that was that was did, the opening of Wolverine Origins. Also, Soldier did the same fucking thing. Yeah. Uh, it's a way better movie than this, and it's not a good movie, but it's way better than this. Um, 
but Soldier did the same thing. They had all these different wars that he'd been in, and they just kept changing the the location on the bottom and changing the backdrops and showing them doing all these different fights. But it's so brief that you don't really get to enjoy anything. It's just a bunch of CG bullshit. Let me see if this works. My timing's right. You can weaken it. You have to keep reading. All right, here we go. Plato Barata. Watch the monks crawl on the ceiling right here. Hey, man. And it's so fucking bad. Oh, man, the oh, monks are coming. fuck. I almost forgot to say something. I'll wait. Oh, come on. Show them on the ceiling. I hope I get the right time. Oh, Thank man. You. Here they there come. Here it is. <laughs> oh, I want to move real fast all right. now. That's all I want to see. Um... Uh, you know what else this movie's give me flashbacks to? Van Helsing, in a bad way. Yeah, Th- that that's a way more fun movie than this, and that's not good either. But I will never, <laughs> never forgive you for taking me to that fucking movie. Fuck you forever. <laughs> he took me to that I'm movie. He basically hit the drag me, and I was like, "Fuck you! I'm not going to that." And he's like, "No, no, let's go." And I'm like, "Fuck! I fucking hate it." No, and I, I'm still it's fucking not miserable good. about that. Yeah. Well, we saw it, the arc light, and that's long gone now. Hey, at le- least they had a vampire that looked like David Bowie. No, that's that one we cool. saw at the Chinese theater. Oh, that's still there. Yeah, we saw it there. Did we see? Oh, I forgot. I don't we know. did. Yeah. Well, that was a good. That's a good venue. Much better than the arc light. Yeah. Well, the arc light's gone now. But still, still yeah. pissed. As you should be. And, as well as the Exorcist prequel. Oh yeah, that's right. I remember that. We saw it, it was terrible. That, was, I, that wasn't my fault. That was Remco. Remco. All did you that. ever need to watch is The Exorcist Three. You can ignore all of the other movies. The Exorcist. Oh, 3 absolutely. Is yeah, I love Exorcist Three. So I don't need to watch the first one. All I need is a third one. That's you cool. don't. Yeah, that, that's the beauty of it. They should. They could have called it anything else, and it still yeah. would have been a great fucking well, movie. Well, it's supposed to be called uh, Legion. That yeah. yeah, that was it. Yeah. That's a, that's that, a great that, fucking movie. And you know what pisses you know what pisses me off is I didn't watch that until like about a year ago, and I never watched it because I thought oh, it was an Exorcist sequel. It's gonna suck. And I imagine no, no, no. a thousand million people thought exactly the same way I did. And then I watched it. I'm like, where the fuck's this movie been all my life? I enjoy the shit out of this. Oh, it's a great movie. Is, Exorcist one, great. Exorcist two is fucking unwatchable. Awful. It's, so when you watch the third one, it's kind like, of funny. It's so bad. The third one, you're like, oh god, here, we, and you're like, oh, I like this more. It's actually what the first one should have been, like that yeah. sort of atmosphere. The the third one is my favorite Exorcist movie by far. It's great, yeah, it's fucking great. And people do not agree with me. I put it on Twitter when I watched it, and I was like, yeah, I love the third one. Have, first one, you have to go into it not thinking about The Exorcist, and then yeah. you'll enjoy it more. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's got Brad Dourif. He, he's fucking great. Oh, uh, yeah. Brad Dourif always... should have been nominated for an Oscar for that performance. He always gives one hundred and fifty percent, and he never gets oh. enough fucking credit where it's due. Him and George C. Scott are just fucking amazing yeah. together. They oh, are so great. good. Yeah. I believe in bile. I believe in death. Yeah, George C. Scott and the priest are are. Wow. Oh my god, their conversations are so fucking funny. We talking about the yeah. fish in the in the in the yeah. bathtub. Yeah. He's like, I just wait for that thing to die. I want to kill the fish. Everything there's a guy that hilarious. That, George C. Scott. There's a guy that casually walked into horror late in his life and it saved his fucking career. The Changeling, The Exorcist Three, fucking did oh, yeah. wonders. Mm-hmm. Shit, even even uh, uh, Firestarter. Uh, yeah, nice little bit in there too. So, 
So in the original or the alternate ending, like I said, it's just remove the CG from the woman. She's just a woman. It's better. It, it is. Oh, better. is it? Okay. Because it, because I'll, it doesn't have the stupid it. Steppenwolf face to it, the demon. That face was really cartoonish. And Ron Perlman just dies with the knives in the back, and that's it. <clears throat> he doesn't do the fire. And then uh, Nick Cage just holds a woman, and it makes way more sense. And she's still killing, you know, stabbing him, and uh, she dies too. And that's the end. Yeah, you, you, you could your your edit would have at least made this movie serviceable at best. Yeah, it's not amazing, and this movie fucking sucks. But let's get out of here. Yep. Um, and the, the next Nick Cage cast slash B movie battle will be. I chose this on purpose because we're loitering in Wonderland Studios. Willie's Wonderland from twenty twenty. All right. I have, seen that one yet. I have yet to see it. Oh, okay. I hear mixed opinions on that one. Everybody oh, yeah. either loves it or fucking hates it. It's the worst I, movie ever. Oh, it's the greatest thing ever. That would be uh, June 9th. We'll record that live. The episode will come out on the actual B-Movie Battle feed a little bit later, but uh, we'll, we'll see how that one is. I have no idea. I don't know what to expect. But uh, for me, LAWstudios.com, uh, B-Movie Battle on Twitter. Did you want me to say something? Yeah, something. Ticket. <laughs> uh, uh, coming soon, the uh, Phoenix and I will be reviewing The Stand, Mick Garris's masterpiece, and then we will be uh, reviewing the the latest inc- incarnation yeah. of the stand, the shitty version. So uh, I can't wait. Yeah, I was reading yeah. the reviews for that, and it's just it's not looking good. No. Yeah, uh, Phoenix and I occasionally review episodes of the Orville because there'll at some point be a new season coming out. So we're going through all the old ones and reviewing those. Uh, you can check those out on either his channel or um, my channel, which is Raiders of Lost Flicks on YouTube. RaidersLostFlicks.com, the official website. Raiders underscore OTLF is my Twitter feed. Hit me up, holler back. All right, guys. I'll just say this. Uh, l- let me out of this house. I'm sick of watching Nick Cage movies. I don't <laughs> life. Uh, I'll need a laugh outside Nick Cage. I want. I want. Uh, but, yeah. Uh, that's all I gotta say, I guess. Is just let me let me go. I'm Phoenix West. Dick, dick it. I'm Adam Wilcox. Definitely higher blood sugar than Nicolas Cage in this movie. A little bit. Yeah. Just a little um, bit. Until little next bit time. In the meantime, I'm Phoenix West. So long, citizens. So long, Nick Cage. Please let me out. Let me let me go. Can you do that? Mm.